Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. I'd like to talk to you in this podcast today about something that I want you to get in training for, something that I want you to prepare for, some things that I want you to learn. I contend all the time in the Stephen Mansfield podcast that we need to understand the religions that are shaping our time. Uh, We are just, we're not living at a post-religious time like scholars told us we would be decades ago. We're living in a very religious time. And you need to understand the religion shaping society. And since I talk about religion and society so much, and we're sitting here at the beginning of the summer when a lot of folks like to lay around and read, I want to urge an approach to learning the world's religions, of getting that world religions upgrade that almost all of us need, uh, that I think can be fun. Um, let, Let me just say that, you know, it is obvious that we are living at a time when religions, as important as ever, And yet in America, there is ignorance of religion. Now, we've talked before about why this is happening. It happens because uh, we have a certain understanding of the First Amendment that says that we ought not be talking about religion in, uh, you know, state-run schools, for example. And so most of you listening went to public schools, and most of you would have to say, because I've asked these questions and seen these surveys for years, most of you would have to say, never did I sit in a classroom in high school, maybe even college, and we learned what Muslims believe or what Hindus believe or what Christians believe systematically or what, you know, Jews believe. Never did that happen. So the result of that, of course, is just devastating. We, we, we see the stories, the, the surveys all the time. And from the Pew Forum, most people don't know what their own religion believes, much less what other religions believe. The resulting bigotry causes us all kinds of trouble. And I'm going to say even, even another level of importance about this, too, and that is that you know I do a lot of speaking and consulting in the corporate world. And, and I've got to tell you, for a CEO, for his uh, VPs, for the, the board of a, of a large organization not to know about the religion shaping culture, uh, the religions their people might practice, um, is, is uh, really unwise. I mean, you will be more effective to the extent you understand the times, the culture, your people, and that, of course, includes religion, and religion's coming more into the marketplace than ever before. So, so, so part of it is uh, the First Amendment and our assumption culturally that by staying away from religion, we somehow are tolerant of religions or we're not establishing a state religion. Uh, the other thing I think has to do with some degree of manners. My southern grandmother used to say to me all the time to not speak of religion and politics in public. And of course, I joke all the time that that's what I spend most of my time doing. Uh, but, it, but it was an assumption. Don't ask people about their religions. Don't, don't mention religion. Let's not talk about religion. If we don't talk about it, it won't be an issue between us. And I think this is unwise. I think we should talk about religions. I think we should learn from each other. If I have a Sikh friend, you can be sure that we're going to be sitting somewhere over something to eat. I'm going to ask him questions about what he believes and let him probe me about what I believe. And I've told you before, I play racquetball with Mormons and I have friends and work with politicians who are Mormons. And we, as soon as we break from the business, we're sitting somewhere over a hamburger talking about what we believe and how different it is. And I think this is healthy. This is good. In the same way that conservative economists say that when goods and services cross borders, uh, armies don't cross borders, um, I think it's also true that where we have a religious dialogue without thinking we have to blend into some kind of big religious soup, um, then when questions and discussions and even arguments are happening, then you don't have 
baseball bats and stones and people rioting in the streets against each other. So there are many reasons. I could go on with, with many other reasons, uh, one of which being because it hasn't been taught in the schools. Most teachers don't know it. Even private schools, public schools, it doesn't matter. Most teachers don't know it. Um, I've talked to PhDs in actual humanities subjects, English and so on, who've never had a class that taught them what world religions maintain. Well, I think that's culturally dangerous. I think it's a kind of bigotry of its own. I think it's going to make people in business ineffective. I think it's going to cause you not to understand your society, whatever your religion is. And I think that you can engage in a one-person world religions upgrade that can be a lot of fun. So let me talk to you a little bit about how I think that ought to happen. First of all, I think you ought to make a list of the religions you'd like to learn. Which ones do you know and which ones don't you know? Maybe your father was stationed in, you know, Singapore uh, when you were growing up. And so you're very familiar with the Asian religions, but you know nothing about Mormonism or you know nothing about Judaism. That's fine. Make a religion. Make a, make a list of the ones you know. Make a list of the ones you don't know. And I would say there are probably, I'm not going to list them now, there are probably a dozen religions you ought to know in the world today. Obviously Hinduism, uh, obviously Christianity, Judaism, Buddhism, Buddhism, uh, Islam. You, you, you can imagine what they are from there. I think that transcendentalism is what religion people ought to understand. It's more of a philosophy than a religion. I think Taoism is something we ought to understand. I think you ought to understand Christian science. Um, the, all of these, even if they're not huge, have a massive impact on our, on our world. Um, so make, make a list of the religions you don't know, okay? Then there are so many ways to learn about these religions, uh, even from your own philosophical perspective. Now, because of who I am, I assume most of you living, uh, most of you living, most of you listening are um, people of, of a kind of a biblical faith, Christians in some form. Um, who want to understand world religions and Christian perspective. Well, there are lots of great books for that. Kenneth Boa, B-O-A, has written one. Um, uh, Josh McDowell has uh, written one that's, that's very fine, nice big thing on world religions. And its virtue is that it quotes extensively from the original documents rather than just giving opinions. That's very helpful. Um, you, just, you just won't find, I think it's very easy to walk into a Christian bookstore and find books on that topic. Um, but but if, you, if you're not wanting to come from that perspective, you just simply want to understand them, I would recommend that you look at podcasts. Um, I Just before I did this, uh, recorded this broadcast, uh, podcast, I went on uh, iTunes U, which I love, by the way. Uh, I'm a Mac user because I'm a Christian and they're connected. No, I'm joking. Uh, and so I, use, I went to iTunes U and I just, I just began to survey some of the colleges and seminaries from a, some of the Christian schools that I like, Gordon-Conwell and uh, Fuller Theological Seminary and uh, Liberty University and Oral Roberts University and where just all kinds of schools where there are great teachers from a Christian perspective. There are great podcasts on the religions of the world. There are wonderful surveys from a Christian perspective. And, and then I like to listen to the secular ones. I like to listen to where, you know, the, the few cases where in the private university, uh, the, the professor who perhaps is an atheist is doing a survey of world religions. There were some really wonderful ones uh, being done. Uh, again, completely free, uh, except, of course, you got to have computers and so on, um, but completely free. I sit on airplanes all the time listening to these things. I've taken law courses from Yale. I've taken theology courses from Fuller. I've taken, you know, just uh, history classes from Harvard. 
Uh, I study colonial American history with William and Mary, and all of it I do on a Delta jet flying somewhere in the world. So I'm a big believer in these things. So if podcasts, I think video and audio podcasts, especially on iTunes, you fantastic. Now, you know, you do have to be a little discerning. If you have a certain theological perspective, you're Christian, you're Jewish, you're Muslim, you're, you're not going to be hearing uh, a perspective that you would hear in your church, your synagogue, uh, etc., your mosque. But you are going to be getting some good teaching. And I think, it's, I think that's valuable. The, the other thing I would recommend is that you get uh, a basic book. And, and I, I say to people that if they don't want to uh, read a, a book that's from a certain philosophical perspective, want to read something from the people themselves, um, there's a series of books that you probably don't think are written uh, from the perspective of the religion itself, um, but, are, but absolutely are. Uh, and it's the For Dummies series. Um, I recently was looking over the um, the book Mormonism for Dummies. Okay, you, you're familiar with this, right? It's there in all the bookstores. This for dummies, that for dummies. You know, Buddhism for dummies. Of course, everything in the world is is there. Uh, you know, uh, computers for dummies and Mac for dummies and you know, uh, nuclear war for dummies. I mean, all of it's uh, it's a massive series of books. Well, the religion ones are written by people who are advocates of the religion. So the one for Mormonism is written by two absolutely fierce and committed Mormons. And that's fine. I don't mind them t- trying to convert me, which is basically what this book is. Uh, there's one on Judaism. There's one on Hinduism. There's one on Islam. I think, they're, I think they're good. And you're reading the words, the thoughts of the actual people rather than somebody who's mad at them and criticizing them. And it's also being written at a basic level. So I would really strongly encourage that. Uh, there are going to be other books like that. You know, that, As you know, there are other... Uh, other books, such and such for beginners is one series and, you know, don't know nothing about series, all that kind of thing. I think that's very, very valuable. Now, one more thing in this, and I just urge you to be giving yourself to this over the summer. What a great time when we're going to have this big religiously charged uh, presidential election in the United States for you to learn about Mormonism, for you to learn about, you know, the, the different perspectives that are going to shape our, our society, especially in the election. But I also want you want to encourage you to have some fun with it. I'm a big believer in using novels. I'm a big believer in using film. And you can find these things. Just, just, uh, just do a search. I mean, you, almost all of us have access to the Internet. Go on Amazon and look for uh, novels with a Hindu theme. Go on the Internet and just look for lists of uh, novels about certain religions. There are many, many, many of them. But film is a way you can really enjoy. For example, if you're going to study Hinduism, see the movie Gandhi. If you're going to study Buddhism, see the movie uh, Little Buddha, believe it or not, with Keanu Reeves as Buddha. Now, come on. Doesn't get any better than that, right? Um, If you're going to study Eastern mysticism, a passage to India is just essential. If you're going to study Judaism, you got to see the movie The Chosen. The Chosen, fantastic, by Kaim Potok. Uh, It's a movie with Robbie Benson based on the novel by by Kaim Potok. And uh, you just go on and on. There are many, many lists like this on the internet. If you're going to study transcendentalism, you've got to see Dead Poet Society. In fact, I'm not sure you're getting into heaven unless you've seen the Dead Poet Society. So, and, and one of the great books that contrasts a Jewish versus Christian kind of approach to, to, to ethics and thinking is Chariots of Fire. That's really what it's about. It's not about racing. It's about Christianity and, and Judaism. So in, make it fun. Uh, enjoy it over the summer. Read books. Read things that are interesting. Get recommendations from your pastor, your priest, whomever. But I, I urge you in the, in the summer months to have fun with novels, movies, uh, some basic books, uh, you know, even even using Wikipedia, scanning some websites, 
learn the basics, the basic terminology and ideas of the basic world religions. They're not that hard to understand. Um, they're important to understand. And I think that I'm not going to sit here and say we'll have a better world in some magical way, but you will be living a more meaningful, intentional life. And you'll understand the times uh, in which you've been allowed to live. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox Cable News and CNN, and a blogger for the Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and American politics include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Faith of Barack Obama, and the upcoming The Mormonization of America. You can learn more about Stephen at www.mansfieldgroup.com or connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell for Chartwell Literary Group. Thank you.